Okay. So I would say for a little bit, I was kind of feeling like I was in a bit of a funk, right? Like to the point where I wasn't really doing a lot in the garden, for example, right? Because like, you know, it's usually I'm in there in like February and March just trying to chip out the, the ice and the snow and be like, nope. I know the weather is not saying so, but I know there's dirt under here and I am finding it, right? And so, and it's May now, right? It's like June today, right? Today is the day, the cutoff day for frost warning whatever, right? So I could literally just plant out everything I possibly could possibly plant out right now and be like, hey, day, right? But for some reason, I've just been so caught up with just... Uh, lots of emotional world stuff, mental, mental fog stuff, and like heaviness, right? But lately, it's been nice that a lot of it has been clearing up. I think recently in the last two to three weeks, that's been happening a lot, right? A big turnaround moment was when we went to the ball in May 20th. That was lovely, right? That was just like a nice split up our energy for 14 hours of one day just to like do something else right? And it's been making huge difference. I feel like ever since then, just like the energy has just been broken up a little bit and we can just like move forward trying to, you know, do some different things, right? Not the same old, same old, but something different, right? And then, and then also just like, you know, I got a rafting trip in and, you know, like I'm still kind of holding on, right? There's this dance, this salsa dance thing that's going on Saturday that I'm like, oh man, I really want to go, right? But there's a part of me that's like, you know what? It'll probably just be one of those things that might also be another stressor, right? Kind of like this parent retreat that I tried to go to with all my kids, right? So I'm just kind of in this place of, you know, it's going to be okay, right? Um, But... I just, I feel grateful for like a shift of energy. Like even yesterday, yesterday morning, I wouldn't have it. I was like, I need to leave the house at this time, but I still have an hour before I need to be there. So actually I'm going to plant some things, right? I'm going to put in some plants that I just got yesterday from a friend. I'm just going to put them in, right? So that was lovely to be like, yeah, put them in, put them in. So I put in four plants two like two or three tomato tumblers right those are like these like grape tomato kind of style tomatoes so tasty and then there were some others that were like bigger tomatoes i'm like looking forward to see what it looks like and and then i've got like four more right and i'm like looking forward to finding some more if i can right so that was really nice just be like, hey, oh, like, I am so doing this, and this is my jam, right? I don't know what it is about feeling like I'm in the garden in the dirt, but there's something that's romantic about it to me, but there's also something else about it that just makes me feel like, almost like a celebrity, maybe because I mostly interact with the online world through gardening, I guess. And, and there's some like celebrity gardeners out there to me, right? Like uh, nobody else in the world would know about them except me because I'm like, oh goodness, you're su- such a whiz. And I think you're so smart and thank you for sharing your content, right? <laughs> and so love that. And so when I'm going and doing it, I'm like, yeah, I just like this person just like getting into the dirt, right? So I'm just super delighted about having the opportunity to just grow in a talent, skill, whatever, that I didn't really feel permission to do as 
a young person growing up, right? I kind of grew up in a home that was like, even though it wasn't sterile, it was with this perspective of sterile, right? Oh, don't touch that, it's dirty. Or, oh, don't like, don't what, don't anything because it's dirty, right? Or don't anything because it'll make you hurt or, or don't anything because it'll overexhaust you or overexert you or whatever, right? There was just constantly this big caution kind of feel. And I was like, is this really necessary? Is it really necessary to be this cautious about every single thing? And that's why I was just so grateful to get to go on different like youth camps and activities and things where other leaders were involved that weren't so cautious. They were, they understood risk, you know, but they were also aware that we needed to experience certain things, right? Which was important for my kind of spirit because I was kind of like a wrestler, full, full on body, full contact sport kind of person. So it worked really well for me to grow up in a community of other people where I did have great adults in my life that took care of me, right? I had great coaches, I had great teachers, I had great youth leaders, right? Like they all did a smashing job. They actually did, right? Like <clears throat> they didn't have to, you know, there's always horror stories of other people that have done the worst thing that they could possibly do being in that position to help a young person. But I actually did. I actually had the best case scenario of all the best leaders that I could possibly could have had. <clears throat> and I was so blessed. And I'm so grateful that all of those leaders along the way decided to be that way. You know, everything from my home teacher that taught me how to drive, right? Spent like a lot of hours teaching me all the details of how to drive his vehicle and like to, you know, different, different leaders that just took the time to give me priesthood blessings, right? Or to give me, you know, like give me the time of day to just talk and cry about the things that I just like care about and that, that stress me out and that I'm just like, that I care about and you know, like it was just so, so tender to me to just feel that level of care and that level of consideration and that level of significance um, at a time in my life where I really didn't know if I was all that. And I, I already, I still know that I'm not all that, right? But I at least have a, a better sense of who I am, right? Who I actually am versus, you know, what the world might say to like, you know, stomp me down, right? So anyways, I have been blessed and I am still blessed because of that. And I, and it's always my yearning to just pass on the torch, right? Anytime I'm around young people, I just have this deep, deep sense of awareness of, of the difference that I can make in their life, not because I have to, right? But because I choose to, because all of those leaders and adults in my life just chose to, right? And I feel like it's that choice that I get to pass on to others, right? I choose to be with you right now. I choose to take this moment to help you, right? I choose to take this moment so that you can feel safe, right? I choose to take this moment so you can have uh, a worldview and perspective on life that is continued and passed on to, to, to know that yes, yes, the good is good, right? And, and you don't have to develop this hardness and cynicism towards humanity when it's just not accurate. There are still wonderful good people in this world and we can keep spreading that and, and allowing for more people to, to kind of like buy in 
to this perspective that, yeah, it's still worth choosing good, right? And it's still worth spreading light, right? Like, I don't know what this, this like, dialogue is that sometimes goes on in different cultures and communities where they're like, oh, people are bad, and so just be bad along with everyone else because every time you try to be good, it's not doing anything anyways, and so you might as well just be bad, right? Like, that's, like, the weirdest thing ever because, really, it's not just saying be bad and just don't even try. It's, it's like, saying, like, forget who you are, forget who you could become, forget who anybody else is and could become, right? And, and forget your innate, amazing, eternal powers of being able to have a good and positive influence on someone else's life, right? It's like forget your, your almost like royal opportunity, right? Like that's like what I feel, right? So then when I see that, that kind of dialogue coming from different people or whatever, where it's just super pessimistic, cynical or whatever, I'm just like, okay, like I, I, I purposely shield myself so that I don't start believing that kind of thought process because it's not who I want to be. It's not where I want to go, right? I'm living a totally different life. Like I'm living a life where I care. Like I'm living a caring life, right? A consciously caring life, right? That is, that is full with so many ideas of how to help people and how to how to gather certain people together and, and match make different people so that they can be supported and, you know, and, and just be this like social entrepreneur kind of a person, right? So I do, I care a lot and I, I kind of don't have time for people that don't care, right? <laughs> like, like I just like, you know, I, I kind of, I'm always gathering, right? I'm always gathering my village of people that I'm going to be able to do stuff with and like make beautiful, good change with, right? But like when I find that I'm not with somebody that cares, right? Or is like that, it's, it's pretty hard for me to spend any more time with them unless if I feel prompted to be like, hey, oh, like they need someone in their life that has some ounce of light, right? Because clearly they have not been shown that in their lives, nor do they know how to like create it themselves and they're just at a point in their life right now that where they need somebody in their life that has any ounce of light right and so yeah then i'll be like hey oh i will be a part of this right i will be a part of this healing journey of this person right but yeah it's there's a difference when you know i i know that i'm i'm with people for the purpose of like like let's do this right because we're all we're all already on like and have already done a lot of deep thought, deep work, healing work, those kinds of things that have that have brought us to a certain point to be like, hey, let's just serve now, right? Um, whereas sometimes I'm with others that I'm like, oh, okay, you're the one that I need to be serving, right? Like, this is all good. We're all good, right? Let's do this. Um, so, yeah. So I'm just like, you know, I started talking today, just kind of talking about how I was kind of in the dumps, not really in the dumps, but just, just kind of feeling super heavy for a while, right? And then how I'm just slowly getting out of it with the gardening thing, and I'm really grateful for that. Um, and, and yeah, like, I'm, I'm excited, right? Like, there used to be a time when I was really, I don't know, super distraught by my upsets, like, 
you know, I would be upset about something, but then I'd be even more upset because I was upset about something, right? It was like I had this perspective that I, I wasn't allowed to be upset ever, right? Because like, I was telling this to my therapist just the other day. I was telling her how like, so my thought process was like, I'm not allowed to be upset because I've had people die in my life because of suicide and now I'm terrified of suicide, right? And so it's like, I'm not allowed to ever go anywhere below the line that could possibly lead to that because I don't think that there could be any happy person that would commit suicide, right? And so then I just kind of forced myself into being in this happy mode as often as possible, right? Because of fear in some ways, but Recently, as I went through this therapy session, I, I got to this point where I was like, oh, so actually it's okay for me to go snorkeling in my feelings, right? You know, whenever I put on the gear, go snorkeling metaphorically, go down into the water, I can stand up whenever I want to, right? Like, so taking my power back to be like, it's okay to feel my feelings. It's okay to feel the feelings under the line, right? And, and sort through them, right? And really look at them in a way that is, hey, I am feeling this way right now, right? And accepting them and then standing up again, right? Like, like I don't have to feel like every time I feel a feeling that I'm going scuba diving and feeling ill-equipped to scuba dive and feeling like I'm basically drowning, but it's like a long, like drawn out death, right? <laughs> like I don't have to believe that that's what's gonna happen every time I actually take time to feel my feelings, right? And that's, that's like been a huge epiphany, like paradigm shift for me because I never believed that before, right? I used to just be like, no, 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 it's not okay for me to feel feelings. Even though everybody says it's okay, it's not okay, right? So now I'm like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. So, so now I have like a certain time of day that's like feelings time, right? right? I got two journals, one journal that's like a workbook thing that's got all these good questions that help prompt me and then another journal that's just like blank for me to fill up. And it's my it's my burn this book kind of time, right? Like, so it, it's like my feelings time, my write all the things that, you know, nobody needs to know about kind of stuff, right? It's not like for advertisement or anything, it's just feelings time, right? And that's been really healing, right? To just like take it around with me, and realize it's my it's like my secret weapon in some ways, right? When I know that I'm gonna have a day where maybe I'm gonna come up against different triggers, right? And I've been planning that out mentally and in my heart lately, right? I make my plan for the day, but mentally I'm like, you know what? I might have six triggers within every single event of the day, right? It just might happen, right? I just don't know when they show up. So I just mentally prepare myself to be like, I'm gonna have my journal close by, I'm gonna breathe, right? I'm going to have my calm pilot mentality on, you know, four things to do to, to get back into my calm pilot mode because I am, I'm a pilot driving an airplane with all these passengers, right? And I need to be aware that I have the power to get into my calm pilot to, to, to maybe teeter out every so often, but also have the desire to come back into my calm pilot as often as I can, possibly can, right? Because I care. I don't want to just, you know, go off and like crash the plane, right? Like I actually do care to be able to get into my calm pilot, stay there as often as possible, hopefully, but not get too stressed out when I don't, when I'm not all there because I have, I've got methods to get back into my calm pilot. So one of the things my therapist said was like, hey, basically first question is like, check in, how are you feeling, right? Like go snorkeling for a second, 
right? Just snorkel down for a second. How are you feeling, right? Actually answer that honestly so you can just get that inside feeling out, right? Um, and give it a name and give it a color description, whatever that looks like, right? Then the second question is like, what's the next thing I could do that could possibly help me to self-regulate? Maybe like a 30 second to three minute thing that might help just like redirect slightly, right? To just start going in a, a different cor correction kind of space to start going in the direction of compilot, right? Sometimes that to me is the journaling or the podcasting or some form of exercise movement kind of thing. Maybe it's putting on like a favorite belted out kind of a song, right? So I can just like do some kind of like sing out loud, belted out kind of stuff for a while, right? Or sometimes it means like calling up someone if someone comes to mind that, that can help me, just help be part of that for me, right? Um, or with me or whatever. And, and I'm grateful, right? And sometimes it's just stepping outside. I'm, I'm deeply affected by outside. I love the fresh and free and fresh air. Like something about fresh air just gets me. You know, I would, if I could, I'd spend the next 70 years of my life outside. Like I just would, right? Anyways, um, so, so then I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like what would be the next thing that could help me self-regulate? And then the third question is like, okay, so is there anything environmental that you might be able to change in your situation currently, right? And that's why I said the outside thing. But sometimes it's like moving around things, right? Moving around things, maybe it is actually cleaning up a room, right? Like just to like help with that energy, like just move around the energy of an environment, right? Or maybe it's just like changing up the environment and the energy of the people in that room, right? Like anything that comes to mind that would switch up the environment in a like with the desire to make it better right like to clear up some more energy and clear up more some more space and and provide some more clarity in a space like that is like that next question then the fourth question is what is the next thing that a comp pilot would do in this situation right like like and that that goes back to this other question that a friend told me where it was like what is if i was thinking about the smartest person i know how would they deal with this situation right now, right? What would they do, right? What, what's one thing that they possibly might do that would be so characteristic of them, right? So that's like the four step process that has been like, oh, that has been so amazing for me to internalize and just be like, yes, yes, let's do this, right? Let's do this. <laughs>